How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. All right, we got a uh, another episode going. And uh, we're going to watch Gotham by Gaslight tonight. Um, well, you might not be listening to it. if It it might not be nighttime. That's fine. It's nighttime where we are. But um, anyway, it's late. So this it, we're doing all these pretty much late from here on out. So you're just going to have to deal with it. You're just going to have to deal with us uh, maybe not being the smoothest we usually are. Not that we are anyway. But, but uh, anyway. Um... So yeah, we're watching Gotham by Gaslight, and Ian, we only got four more movies after Hush comes out, including this one. That's crazy. I know. We've almost reached the end of the Batman movie list. We got Gotham by Gaslight, then we have Batman Ninja, and then we just had Batman vs. TMNT, which came out, and then Hush comes out sometime, I think, what, later this month? I think so. I think it's the end of June. And, uh... And then we'll that we'll be out of movies, so we'll have to we'll have to move on to something else. Um, oh, I'm sure we'll find something. Oh, we got yeah, uh, we got other superhero movies. We got the animated series. We have the Batman TV show. We got we got a lot of stuff to go to go into. There, there. Don't worry, we're not gonna run, <laughs> we're not gonna run out, but we're definitely gonna be out of movies. And that's kind of was the whole goal of the original podcast. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we're almost a lot longer to be honest. Well, it, there's only like what like forty. Seven forty-eight movies, something like that. Batman movie. Yeah. So we've been doing this for well, hmm. Maybe it's less yeah, than it that. It's got to be less it's than that because be we haven't been doing it for a year. Say. We started no. this in like uh, August. So yeah, yeah. So there's like forty movies, probably something like that. Anyway, we're gonna watch Gotham by Gaslight, but first, there's uh, some stuff we can talk about. Um. I, uh, Batman vs. TMNT came out, and obviously we're going to be doing an episode on this in like just a couple of weeks now. But uh, <laughs> I, I I got that, and I watched that, and it was uh, oh. it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I'll probably watch it this weekend, hopefully. But yeah, it looks, it looks really fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was pretty much everything I was kind of hoping it was going to be. Um, well, there you go. You know, all I you know, it seemed like it was just going to be you know just kind of goofy and just a good time whatever and and it is that's pretty it is troy baker's great as batman and the joker yeah, um, i'm looking forward to that so his voice performance is really good um one, one thing that kind of threw me off that there's a lot of villains in this because yeah. there's obviously there's an arkham scene so there's a lot of villains in it in one yeah, one course. part but uh, t- uh tara strong comes back as harley quinn and and i didn't realize it was her for the first oh. like half of the time because it was sounded so weird She's she's doing a weird thing with the voice, and then at, like a little bit ways through, I was like, "But it sounds right in parts." And then I was like, "Oh, well, that's why, because it is Tara hmm. Strong." But she's doing kind of a weird thing with it. But um, but it's fine. Uh, the Ninja Turtle part is actually it works pretty well. And if you actually think, and I was watching some bonus features about it, them talking about making it, and they were talking about one of the guys when it was first like pitched to him or whatever, and he was initially like, you know, like any of us would be like. Batman and the Ninja Turtles like that's sure you would never think that but if you really kind of start breaking it down it's like they have a lot of stuff in common and it's a similar tone and 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 like area that they operate you know in the city in the at nighttime hidden like that whole type thing 
exactly. uh, obviously martial arts and I don't know. It, it fits more than you might have thought. And, and they mm-hmm. do it. They do a good job with that. And that was, uh, I don't know. No, it, it was it was fun to watch. It was it was funny. I, I was a little worried they might go overboard with some sure. of the humor stuff, especially Michelangelo, and and maybe they do in parts, but it made me laugh multiple times, and so it didn't bother me because the funny stuff to me was was still pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so obviously we'll talk about more in a couple of weeks when we watch it. But uh, I would I would definitely recommend it. So, solid Batman movie, kind of like uh, the one we watched last week, Brave, Brave and the Bold and Scooby Doo, kind of like oh, okay. that. Yeah. It's uh, just it fits well. It, to be honest, it's probably a little bit of a better movie than that one. But oh, okay, but good, definitely recommend it. Uh, well, I'm movie. looking forward to it. And then. Um, I also saw a couple more movies. Um, one of them we're not going to talk about because it has nothing to do with this podcast. But I saw Rocket <laughs> Man. I saw Rocket Man the other day. Oh, that was that was good. That was really good. The Elton John movie. Yeah, I've heard good things. Obviously, I'm a big Taron Egerton fan because of Kingsman, and sure, he does a great job. It's definitely one I've of those. Heard. It might be. It, I think it's probably one of those roles that'll make him as an actor. It, it's one of those type of of roles and performances. So. Well, that's good, because that Robin Hood could have single-handedly ruined his oh, career man. if he didn't do anything after that. I need to see that still. I meant to see <laughs> no, that. I went. I went to the theater to see it, and then literally it just didn't play. Like it just didn't play in the theater. And they're like, "Yeah, it's broken," and so <laughs> I had to leave. To spare you. No, I want. I still want to see it though. Yeah. I still want. I'll find it. I'll. I'll stream it for free somewhere. I don't know. But um. Anyway, uh, so that was that was good. That was a good movie. I enjoyed that. They're making a lot of biopics now, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm worried it might start to become eh after a while. But so far, all the three that I've seen have been really good. Bohemian Rhapsody was good. Uh, the Dirt, the Motley Crue movie, was fantastic. Oh, I forgot about that one. It's really good. And then uh, then Rocket Man was really good too. Um, okay, so anyway, that was good. Uh, that has nothing to do with this podcast though. But uh, and then I saw, um. I saw Dark Phoenix. I, I did go to go to see that, and I have a few things to say about the movie. Oh, one, it, it's not as bad as a lot of the people say it is. That's true. Uh, it's it's not. It, it's not the worst movie ever made. I, I don't even know if it's the worst X Men movie ever made. Um, oh, it's definitely not the worst movie ever made. If anyone's saying that, they're being yeah, ridiculous. It, it's not. It's definitely not the worst super movie ever made. Like none oh, of that God, stuff no. is true. It's not. There's way worse movies. Oh, um, of is it at the bottom? Is it near the bottom of the X Men movies? Sure. Uh, yeah, gotta yeah, be. yeah. It is. But I don't know. What was? Is it worth seeing? Yeah. Is it worth seeing in the theater? Eh, maybe. Man, eh, probably not. No. Probably uh, not. You wouldn't. I wouldn't highly recommend going out rush to see it in theater but i'd recommend seeing it on video or whatever at some point um it's not really much of a conclusion uh yeah that's the sad part it kind of ends and you're like oh this ended like every other x-men movie has ever ended and was it like a little kind of like cliffhanger not cliffhanger no no no, no, ending, no. most of, of like... those movies don't end with cliffhangers most of the x-men movies don't they they no, usually like end like... they usually end with some sort of team having been formed and it's usually exactly, a few different yeah. people from the beginning. And that's pretty that's much yeah. kind of how it ended. So, uh, yeah. anyway, it, 
But the biggest thing that pissed me off is there's no Quicksilver in this movie. <laughs> None. That's all I cared about going to see. I was like, let's just get an awesome Quicksilver scene. Like, to me, that's probably 80% of the reason why I like Apocalypse. But right. that scene is amazing in the house when he saves everyone to uh, uh, Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. It's awesome. And then obviously oh, the yeah. scene in Days of Future Past, one of the greatest movie scenes of all time, and I will fight anybody great. on that. And now I did not say superhero movie moments of all time. I said any movie scene ever that is up there. It's amazing. Um, and they, they did not do that. I, I don't understand. I, I just don't it, understand. It had to have been because they literally just didn't have any money. But That's, That was my guess, his budget, yeah. <sighs> It, and so, but because of that, they literally just don't have him in the movie. Like he's in the beginning, and you can see the one clip of him already on YouTube. They they oh, already boy. posted it up it, in space when he saves these astronauts, which is kind of cool. But it's like the cheapest looking slow motion <laughs> effect, where he's God. like swimming through space, moving the astronaut or through the thing, moving the astronauts. It's very weak. And then and then there's one shot of him like running towards. Jean Grey when she's like attacking them in right. the street and then he gets immediately punched away and then he's like half dead and you never hear from him again. Wow. Like That's like literally pathetic. they they like carry they they put him back in the ship after that whole thing was over. You see them wheeling him out back into the X mansion on a stretcher and he's all beat up. And then you they never mention his name again until <sighs> the very last scene. And the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, I swear, if they bring him back just for one thing at the end, and that's exactly what they do. And oh, it drove, God. like, they don't even mention him. They, they don't even say, oh, he's hurt, or oh, is he going to live? Like, they literally drag him out on the stretcher, and it's like they just left him there in the room on the stretcher, and then forgot he existed. That's pathetic. It makes me so angry, because he's the only amazing character in this whole thing. That's not true, well, but he's my favorite character in, the, right. in this whole world. And it's just like, ah, that made me mad. Well, the fact that they also, like, never did anything with, like, him being Magneto's son is pretty disappointing. I know! Oh, my like, gosh. And, and that's why, like, I really have no desire to support this movie because, yeah, it was, like, you look at the budget, you look at how much this was rushed, and, again, it's, like, even though they they show something writing on the wall that, you know, Disney was about to buy them, it still wasn't a send-off, like, it wasn't proper. You know what? This is our last movie. Let's, you know, just give it a good conclusion. Like, that's why I have no desire to support this movie, because, like, the X-Men deserve better. And, like, I, I hate yeah. I hate Disney taking over everything, but at the same time, it's like, if they do finally give the X-Men, like, the, the full, like, all the characters, the credit they deserve, and, like, the costumes and everything, like, I'll be happy. Because, I mean, not that Fox has, like, you know, always treated the X-Men poorly, but right. it's like... But, you know, just the constant up and down, up and down, it's like, uh, I just want, like, a consistently good... X-Men series, so... I 100% agree. Um, but, yeah, they but they should have ended with Logan. That was the perfect ending. Yeah. No, no, they definitely should have. Uh, yeah. No doubt about that. Um, but, oh, I God, and then that new Mutants movie. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if that'll ever come out, but... Yeah. Oh. It, but, anyway, it, it's... I mean, it's 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 fine. I mean, there's parts that are fine. It's just... Sure. It's just it, I heard someone uh, describe it as, like, it, it it looks like a, a two-part special, like, TV show episode. Yeah, like, that kind of is what it kind of resembles. It definitely is a movie that was supposed to be two movies and well, then yeah, was the not. the Phoenix Saga is at least two movies. Right. That could be a whole trilogy. And it definitely was supposed to be that and then was just 
shoved down into one movie. Ugh. Uh, yeah, it's just the pacing is just kind of eh. There's not really a lot of mystery with anything. It's just kind of kind of just goes about. And then another thing, which I had already thought about going into it, but a, a lot of other people mentioned too. It honestly doesn't make any sense because she was no. the phoenix in Apocalypse. That was yeah, the whole like, ending of the movie. It's like it, <laughs> it just shows how there's no continuity. Like even like the even within the new timelines, there's no continuity. No, like no. it's crazy. Like the whole because there's two different really dark phoenix stories. One is the main yeah. uh, the main one, the Claremont version from what the 80s or whenever it was. Yeah. When it's the and it's that weird space force thing that goes into yeah. her in a crash. Well, then there's the like newer version from like the early 2000s or mid 2000s, I think, with the Ultimates or whatever. I don't yeah. remember if it was them or not, but it, and it and that was more of it already being in her. Right. That, and and they date, and so you can tell they were like going the other way. But then they came into the Dark Phoenix and like, oh, we can't do that because we already did that with X three, and yeah. so. Then they're like, no, let's do the comic accurate one, which is fine if you hadn't already set up the other one. Exactly. So, so it's just like that would have made way more sense. Even in this movie alone, they, they almost made this movie like it was like a continuation of the other one, except they threw in the space scene at the beginning where she gets the Phoenix. But everything else is almost played like she are like the way they're reacting to stuff is like it was already like it would have fit the other way. So it's it's really weird and and strange and and really nothing happens of any <laughs> of any significance. Yeah. But yet they're kind of acting like things are. Everyone right. hates Professor X in this movie because he's like tampering with Gene and all these and like telling the X Men to save people and then it ends up costing people. It's like they're. And and I heard and I, as in the movie you're you're meant to be looking at this like Professor X is wrong in everything that he right. does. But then another guy I heard a guy explain it and he was like actually every decision he made made a lot of sense. And and he's just trying to keep everyone together to do this stuff right and to be productive in the eyes of the world and 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 fix this balance of this global distrust of mutants. He's trying yeah. to balance all this, and he's getting killed for it by both sides. That, that, just... that, yeah, that's like just needless conflict. Like we need to have intermoral like between the team. Like it is. Yeah, it's that's so dumb. The, the sad part is like after this, dude. Whoever gets X Men can never do the Phoenix story again. Like no. fans are not gonna want to see that for like decades. It's like yeah. you screwed it twice. It's like great job. <laughs> It's true. It's sad, but true. But anyway, the, the uh, one good part about the movie, uh, we get to watch Jennifer Lawrence die. I was very oh. happy with that. Sorry, spoilers, if anyone actually cared. No one cares. I'm sorry. But no, we get to see her die. That was great. That was very satisfying. That, that, Look, I lo I lo I've loved Jennifer Lawrence since The Hunger Games. I loved Winter's Bone. I loved Silver Linings Playbook. I loved American Hustle. And then sometime around then, like 2015, she just became unbearable. And yeah. she's unbearable in everything, and she's been unbearable in every one of these movies since First Class. Yeah, and uh, yeah, even good movies like Days of Future Past, like terrible. she was in that way too much. Yeah, they made the whole movie about her because she had become a big celebrity all of a sudden, and it's just sure. like, yeah. And then, oh, she's she's abysmal in this movie. It's almost like there's no lines for a character, and she's just talking. Like, as Jennifer Lawrence, that's what, honestly, every scene she's in feels like. She hates yeah, well, everybody, and it's just like, 
She's just ad-libbing there. That the, wasn't in the script, but that works. It's like, you're just the worst. Like, you are the worst. And then she well, dies, I, and it's supposed to be this big moment. It's almost <laughs> like the death of Rachel in Dark Knight. It's supposed to be this big turning point emotional moment, and you're like, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the one clip of her being like, we should call it, it should be called the ex-women, because the women do everything. I was like, oh, God. Now, to like, be fair, that whole scene it, it is not nearly as bad as as it, it made just it that seem with clip. that it's literally just that last sentence it, like that, and it's it's 100 percent forced in there and i would bet you a million dollars it was jennifer lawrence's idea oh yeah oh good gosh and that's part of the unbearableness all that makes me very happy when she dies so yeah that that, that alone might might be enough to have me check it out not in theaters god no but i will check it out <laughs> just for that scene to watch yeah. her die yeah so that was nice um <laughs> Again, I'm I'm a fan of pre 2015 Jennifer Lawrence, but anyway, a lot of people um, are, yeah. Anyway, talked about that in a long time. Uh, but okay. uh, the the bottom line is, it's fine. That that's the bottom line. It's yeah. fine. It's not as bad as some people say. It's maybe not as good as other people say. It's just fine. Yeah, just completely forgettable, and that's the sad sure. part. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly true. There's nothing memorable at all in this entire movie, so it's just sure. Um, anyway, but I did see that, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else. Is there anything else going on? Well, I have a question, uh, cause you know, the whole swamp thing got canceled. Is, oh yeah. I saw something that like DC universe was like stopping their service almost entirely. Yeah. I saw something like that. I don't really get what I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't yeah. know if Warner Brothers is going to come out with their own thing. So if oh, they're, yeah. but I don't know. I I've not heard that at all. I just feel like that would make sense if Warner Brothers would do that. And then if yeah. they did do that, well, it wouldn't make sense to have two separate things. Just put everything on once. But I don't know if they're going to do that. But sure. again, with Disney coming out, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no, like I I think that maybe that was why because I saw that like DC Universe was like stopping. I was like, what? Yeah, I saw and that then, too. And then I saw something about Warner Brothers potentially having their own streaming service, service, which would make sense. But yeah, it's like if I feel bad if all the freaking DC Universe shows got the the Marvel Netflix show, yeah. uh, like the boot, like oh that'd be so sad because yeah, like I heard good thing good things about Swamp Thing, and then like yeah, it's like after the pilot they announced it was done. I was like, damn. Yeah, so they're just doing that. It'll just be this one season of like ten episodes or whatever it is. Yeah, so don't get attached. Yeah, yeah, and and if that's the case, then Doom Patrol would be done too, which I know a lot of people like that show a lot. So, yeah, that, that's uh, gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah, and did you see the one thing where it said I saw one where it said DC Universe like all things being canceled except for Titans. I saw an article that said what? something about like the exception would be Titans, and that I saw a bunch of a bunch of people were like quote t- tweeting it, and it's just like. Am I dead to you? Like, like that. a lot of people were just were saying that, and that was pretty funny. Well, it's like, if anything, like, I, yeah, all I've heard, like, I've heard nothing but good things about Doom Patrol, nothing but good things about Swamp Thing. Why would you keep the one show that I've yet to, like, really hear a great <laughs> review about? I don't know. Prob- to be honest, probably because more people watch Titans than the other ones. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, we're both part of to that. To blame. Yeah. Right. Because we both watch Titans. And then haven't watched the other ones yet. So, but I mean, but to I, be I fair, part of that is too. because we watch Titans. Right. Um, it was just a bad first impression. But yeah, like if Doom Patrol was first, that would have been a lot different. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they messed up there. But like, I'm not watching. Like, even if they keep 
DC Universe. I'm not watching season two of Titans. Oh, no, like, no, oh. no, no, no. Uh, well, I don't know. It depends on how bad it is. It might get to the point where it's so bad it might be enjoyable. It might, but it might. I think it would just be more frustrating. Uh, yeah, probably. But uh, anyways, that that's uh, kind of no, weird. That was all I had. Uh, yeah, but anyway. So we'll... Uh... Oh, uh, w- uh, one other thing. Did you see that uh, High Top Films came out with a Spider-Man video? The first part of the Spider-Man no, I, video? I, I know he had been working on it. I know he released it. Yeah, you should watch it. It, it came out today. It's really good. It's Ooh. all on the first Spider- Spider-Man movie. He's doing one for all three of them. And, uh, yeah, it was very well done. Very good. Okay. It's yeah, nice to have... To be honest, it's great to have someone like that making them so that, like, I don't have to. And yeah. I can just That's be... So much I can just point... Talented. I can, Yeah, that too. Uh, and I can just point to people. If anyone has questions of certain things... There you go. It's yeah. like, here, watch this. Batman, yeah, like, ba- Batman doesn't kill. It's like, here, just, just watch, just watch this. Why, nice, Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming is a terrible Spider-Man movie. Here, just wa- watch this. <laughs> yeah. Notice how there like aren't any like great videos like that for like the the Zack Snyder movies. It's not like people can't just be like, oh, well, why Batman killing makes sense? Watch this video. It's well, like there might be. Uh, to be honest, there might be. I I don't look. I'm for sure them. there are in the, the deep you know crevices of YouTube, but no one cares. Like not done by like, yeah. quality, like High Top and all the one marvelous scene channels. You know, it's like no. I don't know. Um, maybe not. But there, I mean. To be honest, the High Top Films channels, the, the, I don't know if I've ever found a single channel or anything that shares as many of my beliefs with comic books as as the High Top Films channel. Like yeah, that's crazy. Like it, it's pretty much everything the, the, that I'm thinking in all the topics uh, for the most part. So yeah, there, there's some stuff I don't agree with, sure. but I still like the, like the big stuff, like Spider Man, Batman. Like yeah, is. His vision and interpretation is like pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's that's good to see. So uh, if any of you haven't seen that, definitely uh, check that out. Um, so yeah, that does it for the long rambling intro. And <laughs> now we're gonna watch Gotham by Gaslight. A uh, so uh, I got it pulled up right now, and I'm at zero seconds. So oh, I'm at one. Oh, okay. God. Okay, hang on. <laughs> okay, now I'm at one second. All right, perfect. Yeah, I'm right when the Warner Brothers logo is starting to appear. Yep. And uh, Ian, if you want to count us down, we'll we'll get started. All right. In three, two, one, play. All right. So we got the Warner Brothers logo. I have some thoughts about this film. And it's interesting rewatching it. There's a little. Yeah, uh, uh, you have a little bit of background noise. Oh yeah, I forgot the volume. One. Just My a bad. tiny, just a tiny bit. Uh, now I did not rewatch this movie. Um, I should have, but I didn't. I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman instead. Um, oh, it's okay. Because I had just gotten it. So I've only seen this movie one time, and it was when I first got it, when it first came out. Um, and I I remember liking this movie, but me too. But it was like it didn't blow me away or anything. But I remember enjoying it. So so well, this will be like, interesting. My whole thing is like, yeah, I remember watching it only one time. Um, oh watching it one time, uh, and I haven't seen it since. And then rewatching it, I was like, I actually like this a lot. I'm like, why didn't I watch it more often? And then you get to the twist, and I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember there's something weird with that, but yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. But if you don't know, Gotham by Gaslight, it's set in Victorian England. Um, you know, oh, in, the, in the, what the yeah. 1880s or something? Yeah, late uh, 1800s. And uh, it's about 
basically a Batman. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Batman and Jack the Ripper back then, which is a which great is a premise. Cool concept. And it's a great book. Um, yeah. Because I don't think the book has the twist. I, no, I don't think he does either. That's why the book is much better. Yeah, the book's really, really good. So yeah, I, don't um, know, I don't know why they did the twist for this movie. I mean, just and to in be general. honest, I don't remember what the twist is. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to keep it. I don't remember because it's dumb. Again, I should have rewatched this movie. I, I haven't been rewatching to be honest. I've been slacking off for the past like three months of us watching that's, them. That's okay. It kind of makes it more interesting. Now I get to wait for your reaction. Oh, great. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, but we can't hear anything. That's the other problem. But anyway, uh, you'll find out. It, it like it, it spells it out pretty pretty obviously. But we have we have uh, Ivy, the plant lady, who's just yeah, finished her routine on stage and now is walking in a very smart alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and the way we're following her, she's definitely not going to get attacked. No, she's literally walking by, like, the tombstones of the Waynes. It's like, oh. <laughs> Wait, did she? No. But, oh, I, mean, I was like, like the, I was like, what? The, I missed that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> but it's like literally murder alley. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, think of Victorian England and think of an alley where someone would get murdered. That's what she's in. Yeah. But and then, no, oh, like, the, I, I love this whole time period. Like, I love, like, the Jack the Ripper story. Yeah. Like, the... Like original Sherlock Holmes, I love like Victorian England. So it's a really cool idea, and and it it like it does match a whole lot like the lore of of Batman in some ways. But yeah, like one thing, the animation is it, it like it it fluctuates between being good, and then sometimes it's really kind of like lazy. Oh, so it's a DC animation animated movie after uh, the Dark Knight. Um, after Dark Knight Returns, it's a DC exactly. animated movie after Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like sometimes it reminds me of like Son of Batman, and sometimes it reminds me of like a good one, like the Return of the Cape Crusaders or something. But yeah, yeah, but like a lot of the character designs are cool, but I'm I don't love the whole Batman look, and not that because it's so different, but yeah. just little details as we always complain about. Yeah. So uh, Ivy ran into this dude who then uh, I uh, I'm assuming killed her, killed her off screen, and now there's a bunch of kids with pool sticks and knives terrorizing old old people yeah and i think this is supposed to be young it is Grayson. yeah yeah jason and, and tim drake that's right and tim yeah but it's really like it's it's dick grayson and tim drake but they're both jason <laughs> yeah it's weird <laughs> it is kind of weird but i mean all three of them are here it's all three of them there's jason dick and tim and yeah obviously the one with the knife is jason of course <laughs> And here's here's Batman. Very different looking Batman. Yeah, like the the I guess I don't know what you would call it, like the coat or whatever is cool. Yeah. But just the 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 eyes, how they're not white in an but anime. Movie they're so like weird. that in the book. I know, but still, it just it doesn't look right. But it's, it's like it, the way it, it like it's got like a weird border around the eyes, so it almost looks like he has glasses. Yeah, it does kind of. <laughs> But it is Bruce Greenwood, which is always amazing. Yep, yep, a hundred percent. Bruce Greenwood, fantastic Batman voice. So, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't the guy who's been the Batman for all the recent movies, uh, David O'Meara or whatever. But uh, well, because he's kind of playing a younger one, I think. But I that's guess true. this but, one's but not that's, old. This one's yeah, not that's old. the weird part. Is yeah. it's Bruce Greenwood, but it's like a young. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Plane. That's a good point. I don't know, but I don't care. No, because I'm like, it shit for you off. But again, it's just so nice hearing his voice. It's like, I don't care. He's beating the crap out of, I guess, this pimp who's a pimp for kids who beat up people. Yeah, some type of weird 
muscle child abuser or whatever, using them for like you know robbery, obviously. But yeah, Batman <laughs> jacks them up in this. That one. was a good fight too. Like that was it well was, animated. Yeah. That's it one was, issue yeah. with the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which we'll get into. the the uh, the 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 anime the animation is not great. Um, really? Yeah, no, it's not. It's very yeah, it, it's very cheap looking in some parts. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it is. It is disappointing, but it doesn't take away from the movie being being good. But it it it's the fight scenes are just like, come on, man. There's times when it's like you should, you yeah, come on. Like you you have more money. You could do better than this. There's and definitely I mean, moments of that. And that's like the biggest thing you have to do, especially in that type of movie where like obviously the story is not going to be all that great is Batman versus Ninja Turtles. You know, we're not expecting, you right. know, forget Shakespeare here, but like, yeah, it's like, and the voice acting is easy. Like that's not hard. It's like, so all you have to do is just make sure it looks good. Animation wise. Right. And that's it. Like, you don't have to worry about like shooting with weather and location and sets. It's like, you just have to animate it. Well, right. and you can't even do that. So, uh, Batman beat up that guy to help free the kids. And then all, and then he heard something else going on and we're finishing with this guy murdering this, this uh this lady yeah late uh, well it's ivy the plant lady um she's dead dead. and i was watching this because he just keeps stabbing his blood going everyone i was like good grief this is violent and i looked up and i was like this is rated r i totally forgotten that this was rated r yes i mean like you you never see like it's kind of like how they did that where it's like it's a bunch of blood but you don't see the knife going in or anything like that but really yeah it's i just looked it up it's rated r why? How is this not, they made such a big deal of Killing Joke being rated R, and I, did, I, I never even remember this being rated R. No, not this. That's such a gimmick. Like, because there's nothing yeah. in this movie that makes it R. That's that's the most violent scene in the movie. Yeah. Which uh, most of it was off screen, and there's no language. Mm-hmm. There's one scene where Selena and Bruce are like naked together, but you know you don't see anything. Like, what? But why yeah. is this R? I don't know. Oh, oh, they do say like whore and slut a lot in this movie. So maybe, but even then, that's not an R rating. I was going to say, unless like there's, there's very specific things that make R R and it's only a few things. Yeah. It's like you get like one F word. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, maybe two if one is like muffled, but like, yeah, yeah, usually you only get one F word. Um, You can say, you know, shit and damn and stuff, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that's. Unless, like, animation movies have, like, different standards. I, I don't know. Maybe they do. I honestly don't know. They must. But I, I didn't that's, think That's the so. worst thing I could think of in this movie. And anyway, uh, so we're at this... I don't... Where are we? Is this... It's, uh, it's the World Fair that they're hosting oh, in Gotham. okay. It looks like Caesar's Palace. It, it, it is ridiculous. It looks like freaking Rome. Like, we're... Like, it's very over the top, but, um, yeah. yeah, apparently the World Fair used to be a big thing, and Gotham's, like, hosting it and trying to, you know, boost the city with tourism and stuff, and right. so they have the giant Ferris wheel, and they have what will be the bat signal. You know, <laughs> right. <somewhere>. A big <laughs> spotlight that's just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I wonder I'm, what that's going to be. Yeah. For, cause I, I love that scene in Batman Begins where, you know, he makes the spotlight into the bat signal, so yeah, I don't mind, because that's a cool idea. I do like when they uh, they do this. Oh, there's Hugo Strange. Yep. Um, I do like how they 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 portray old people like people from these times as so dumb, and I think it's very entertaining. Oh, like ignorant. <laughs> the lady's like, "Can a human body survive a Ferris wheel?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, yes, man." Well, and, 
<laughs> and then he says, like, oh, the human like organs can survive up to 35 miles an hour. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> like, 30? Well, think I about it. Nobody had ever gone that fast. I, I guess. but A yeah, train. Guess. That's all there was. Sure. That's the only information they have. And remember we found it out in Back to the Future 3. They talk about how fast trains go. Oh, of course. And, and the guy's like, well, I got it up to 50 once. And, you know, <laughs> so... It's very different. But here's a Selena Kyle showing up to Commissioner Gordon and everyone else. And she's basically just being Selena Kyle from everything else, talking about the women yeah. all being murdered. And instead of, I guess, the good thing I like about this Selena Kyle is she cares about the women being murdered. And it's not just about random animals. Cats. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. Like, okay, I buy it. It's human yeah. beings. I'm all for it. Yeah, no, Selena's really good in this movie. She's voiced by uh, Jennifer Carpenter, who's. um the chick from Dexter and like her voice is way different. Cause in Dexter, she had like an annoying voice, but here it was actually really like nice and soothing. But, um, yeah, yeah. then we, of course we have uh, Leslie Tompkins here. Who's a nun. Yeah, of course. And, uh, which makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, and actually, funny. and, and did you know that the voice of, uh, Leslie is also the voice of Jason? I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. Well, most young boys are pretty much all voiced by either young boys or females. That's true. I remember seeing that for Rugrats. That blew my mind as a kid. And that's tough. also weird because in uh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja... Here's Bruce Wayne. But I remember yep. in uh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Damian Wayne is voiced by a, a guy. Like a man. Oh, wow. It threw me you off. Never... I was like, wow, really? That's impressive. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, they do a good job of like all the you know characters that you know and love. Like what they are, like how they are in society here kind of fits into what they would be like like what you would guess it would be in these times like selena is like a kind of like a burlesque dancer not quite you know yeah the, the prostitute kind of we see like in the frank miller versions but um and then of course leslie Tompkins being a nun makes sense you know obviously right. gordon's the commissioner but harvey, you know, they did a really good yeah. job of like uh kind of re reimagining the characters harvey Dent like, is yeah we saw harvey well yeah and uh bullock bullock's there the incompetent, as, as yeah. the chief, the police chief, and yeah, yeah. Gordon just looks like Gordon because he does. He dresses he that great. way even now. I know. Yeah, instead of like the, I mean, instead of the just plain mustache, he's got a little bit of the bigger mustache with the sideburns, but yeah, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Gordon looks great. Uh, Bruce looks like Bruce. Yep, Har- he does. Harvey Dent's got got the uh, I forget what you call that mustache, but it's like the the classic villain mustache, like the two sharp ends that are like aren't connected i forget what you call it uh i, I yeah i don't know what you're talking about uh, it's like every like evil like cartoon villain always has that mustache it's like oh as soon as you see it, you're like okay you're a creep i wasn't i wasn't looking is it like the uh, is it like the curly cue it's not the curly cue it's like the oh it's like the the dad from adam's family i don't know uh, okay You'll see what I'm talking about. He shows up later. Anyway. But yeah, Harvey Harvey Dent's kind of the red herring in this movie. Because, of yeah. course, it's always a red herring. Right. But, like, I this movie, like, I like it because, uh, well, I like it up until the end. But I like it because, yeah, it's not, you know, it's kind of a smaller scale. Uh, but it's a classic mystery. And that's why, like, the Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper, which is one of the greatest mysteries of all time, still is. Right. It's, like, perfect for Batman. Because, like, okay, cool. It's him trying to figure out who it is. Well, awesome. it's also one of those mysteries that there's not really answers to. No, still no. It's like, just crazy. Like ever. Like there, there's no, there's no real uh, re- resolution to it. 
So no, because like I, I, I've seen a couple of like um you know every like every year they'll do like a some type of anniversary investigation, sure. and they've kind of. I think they've pretty much all concluded that they f- figured out who it was, but it's like, what's the point? He's there. He's long dead. Right. So oh, no, just for really fun. I don't know. It's yeah. Interest, interest, I guess. Um, I don't know what they were talking about. You, you watched uh, the movie. They, they, all of them, Tompkins, Bruce and Gordon were all on a carriage for a while. Yeah. They were just talking, um, you know, Leslie is, Mad that you know the murders aren't getting enough attention because it's not high society members being killed. Right. You know Bruce is you know trying to deflect any type of suspicion. You know I think is definitely um, kind of assumed that Leslie knows who Bruce is. You know being Batman, but obviously Gordon doesn't. So it's just kind of playful banter. They talked about right. him being a bachelor and having a nightlife and you know double entendre, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, now we have so Selena just walking through murder alleys. Yeah, exactly. They're all just murder alleys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything in this city is murder alley. It's like Gotham, like Gotham in nowadays is murder alley enough, but like back then, it's like just good God, just stay, just stay out of any alley if you can. Right, right. Even, just, even just if stay, you live in an alley, just don't, don't go outside at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as the sun goes down. Yeah. So here's 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 the guy. This is the murder 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 guy, and uh, he's, he's gonna get Selena, up, which is ironic. Yeah, he's gonna get Selena and his big doctor's getup. Yeah, he is a big guy. Oh, it is funny because like, yeah, Jack the Ripper. They, I forget who they just like concluded it was. It was either like a barber or some type of like butcher, obviously. But um, yeah, in this movie, he's like a freaking kung fu master, as we'll see. <laughs> so I don't think he was like that in real life. I, yeah, I don't. I, well, he also didn't have a Batman to fight him. But that's true. Mm. Well, here they yeah, that's, are. That's why we never caught him. Maybe this is why it's rated R because they're in this butcher thing with dead pigs <sighs> everywhere. If that, if that's the case, that is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's so dumb. I I had no idea this was rated R. Yeah, I had forgot. I I forgot too. I didn't remember I was rated R. Because like that, literally, Poison Ivy's death was the most violent thing. Yeah. Well, here she goes. Now, the whole time, she was just baiting him because she's got a whip and she knows how to use it. Oh, of course. She's no damsel. No. Well, she is, but she's just not in distress. All right, there you go. <laughs> so now let's have the uh, the Rocky fight. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one of them to be like, hold on, let me warm up. Start yeah. punching the pig. Yeah, she's... Uh... Pretty pretty handy with this whip. Of course, I do love how whenever we see whips in anything, it's always wrong. Oh yeah, like, but, like are so freaking inconvenient. Yeah, they're and they don't like wrap around anything. No, <laughs> like they, they don't hurt. stay. Like that's not. But I do, I do, I still enjoy that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, the, the best scene with the whip is freaking uh, the Last Crusade, the opening. We're like, because that's exactly what's gonna happen. If you try <laughs> in to the, the uh, in the lions in the yes. lions pen, yeah. When he hits himself in the face, right, right, but, right. Because I remember having a whip as a kid. Like my dad, like got one at some type of ranch, <laughs> and he brought it back. And that was the first thing I did when I tried it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I almost took my eye out. <laughs> well, here Batman's fighting the guy, the creepy uh, Jack the Ripper. He he's fighting him now in this pigsty. Yeah. Um, hey, as we'll see, freaking Batman gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he does. This guy's a yeah. As as uh, Ian said, he's a kung fu master. Yeah, this is not like some illiterate you know barber who like mm. a preacher immigrated from Poland like as <laughs> they concluded Jack the Ripper was. This guy is a freaking 
you know, this is like Deathstroke in yeah. the in the uh, Victorian age. Yeah, it is, and he's gonna he's gonna cleave Selena. Yeah, Batman's just out. Yeah, he's out. She's in trouble. Um, yeah, you're right about those weird glasses things. That is so weird. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. That that's weird. Oh, there he goes through through a trap door. Of course, because Batman, of course, there just happened to be a trap door there, and he found it. This is good because Selena's pissed. She's like, "No, idiot! You let him get away." It's like, <laughs> eh, you were about to get carved up pretty good. But that's how that Selena is funny. Is. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's like, and plus, like the eye holes are rectangles. Like when they're always like triangular shaped. It's, well, they just are weird. in the book. They are, but I, I know, don't remember there being that still, weird. I don't remember there being that weird glasses border. That's one thing it, I agree yeah, with. It, just, it looks so wrong. Yeah, but I, like I like the rest of the outfit. Like I like you know. I like yeah. how it looks because, like, yeah, that's how I, I imagined it would look back then, some type of iteration. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. Here we go. We have a new victim. Yep, here he is again, and uh, an- another victim here, and kill Barbara. Yep, yep, oh, yep, Barbara. Wow. It's all a dream. Not, not Batgirl Barbara. Um, no, wife Barbara. Y- year one Barbara. There you go. Yeah, which is always very confusing. <laughs> I know it's. <laughs> I, I don't know why uh, they did that. <laughs> they, yeah. I don't know why they named the wife Barbara. I mean, I know a lot of parents will name their, I mean, although that's kind of tacky in my opinion to name your child after you, but. Oh, thanks. What? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I totally Pre- forgot. Appreciate that, Ian. Hey, I'm technically named John. I'll go, least... I'll go and change my name then, I guess, because it, <laughs> you think it's stupid. Hey, I'm, I'm technically named after my dad, but there, we got a little. Like, you know, play on the word on John, because Ian is Scottish for John, but still. That's... My bad. I did not know that. Is it really? Yeah, because yeah, my mom wanted to name me Ethan. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and uh, actually, my dad wanted to name me John, which which makes sense, because he, he's, he's got quite the ego. But uh, right. but no, the, the nurse was like, no, uh, Ian is Scottish for John, and, and whoever that nurse is, is the hero of my life. <laughs> oh, and then for my middle name, my mom, this was during her hippie phase, she wanted to name me, <laughs> she wanted my middle name to be Payne. <laughs> and then whoever wrote the birth certificate wrote Dane instead of Payne. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> another huge curveball. I did not know that. That's awesome. That was so fortunate. Oh, Again, that so that great. lady should, you know, if I ever meet her in real life, I'll, oh, I'll freaking pay off her well debt. the uh the name is on the birth certificate right dane yeah no i mean no the the nurse oh yeah it I'll should to, be well, i don't know i'll have to look yeah the 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 nurse who signs all that they they put their own name on it so yeah, it's just she's my freaking leslie tompkins like, like thank you <laughs> uh batman oh, batman's talking with commissioner gordon for the first time here because he's brand yeah. new to gotham and so Anyway, That's but, the funny part. It is, is kind of like year one because, like, yeah, basically kinda. how the relationship is. But again, it's Bruce Greenwood doing the voice, so it's like, right. what? But, but anyway, um, so that, that that scene's going on. They're talking about Jack the Ripper, and he's giving him information or whatever about. Yeah, Batman. About Batman that. wants his case files, obviously. And, right. And their their relationship isn't quite at that trusting level yet. Right. So uh, we're we're getting the beginning of that. Okay, but I did not know that. That's pretty funny. Um, at least you're not one of those people who. One thing that drives me nuts, and I. We're talking. We're totally off tangent here. We're talking about names, but uh, one thing that drives me nuts is when people go by their middle name. Oh yeah. I don't. I just don't understand. Like when they're like, like okay, I I understand if maybe if it's the kid's choice or whatever. 
But I don't understand when the parents like, we're going to call him this and we're going to name him this and we're going to call him the middle name. It's like, why not just name that the first name? Yeah, I don't get that at all. And then sometimes it's like, oh, because we want to name them after this person, but not, I don't know. That's just weird to me. Like I have a friend where his, his dad's name is Brian. And so they named him Brian, but they wanted to have a different name that they call him. So they named his middle name Chase. And then they call him oh. Chase, and it's like, well, then you're not really named after your dad, and so yeah, that like to me, like, do it the opposite, like name him what you want to name him, but then have right. his middle name be whoever you want them to be remembered by. Right, right, yeah, I, I totally agree, and I don't understand. I just, I don't get and it. Like, and like, I get other stuff, like it, like I know, like you know, some people are named John, but they'll go by Jack. It's like I get stuff like that, but yeah, you're yeah. right. But the whole that that's weird. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't get it. Although I'm not gonna lie, being named after your dad. Is does it sometimes it, it can be? I, I can imagine every now and then, not not every now not, then, yeah. not as much. It's not. It's not as problem, big as a problem no, as you would but, think. But, but it yeah. is, Mark. Yeah, not you. That does happen. That does happen. Um, yeah, for sure. But anyway, but I'm glad they didn't name me after my dad and then have me go after my middle name because I'd really rather not be called Ronald. Oh, your middle name is Ronald. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because that, that's my dad's middle name, because that was his dad's name. So he was named Mark, and then they put his dad's name in the middle name as, like, the the thing for that, which is the way I think it should be done. Yeah. So wait, your dad's, your dad's middle name is also Ronald? Yes. That, that's, how wow. you're, that's how you're a junior, is when your name's the exact same name as your dad. Damn, okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're learning things here. We are, but God, yeah, I, I was almost Ethan Payne Rivermark. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. Oh, that's, that would have been worse. Oh, here we go. We see we have a musical act, but thank Yay. God it is nothing like the one from Harley and Batman. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, we had a scene with Bruce Wayne and, and Alfred, a nice scene that was there. Um, um, yeah, he was reading the letter from Jack the Ripper. Yeah. It's just the pretty much like the real life letter where he's writing to the police yeah. and teasing them, basically. Yeah, so, so that was cool, and now we're seeing Selena with a stage dancing troupe or whatever. Yeah, this is her show, and um, Harvey and Bruce are are there, and as we see, Harvey's in love with Selena, so we get a little bit of a love triangle in this movie, but luckily it doesn't take up that much time or, <laughs> or you know, be as annoying as most love triangles are. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a very played out and not a very good um, trope. Now it's like in every stupid young adult novel series, there's always some dumb love triangle because teenage yeah. girls go for that crap. They do. That is very true, and I just don't understand. To me, they're just annoying. Oh God, yeah. It's just again, like like we talked about with X Men, just needless conflict. Yeah, I'm not a fan of of. I'm. I understand. Obviously, there has to be conflict, but I am not a fan of forced thrown no. in conflict. I just not interpersonal conflict in a movie that's not. A drama is right. is just kind of annoying to me. Yeah, killing time. Yeah. It is. Like if it, if I'm watching an action movie, I don't need the wife of the action hero to like be yelling at him for some reason. Like I just uh, don't need that. It's just annoying. Yeah. Just just there's enough there's enough conflict. It's called him trying to get killed. Like Yeah. It's that, called an antagonist. <laughs> right. That's plenty of that's plenty of conflict that you need. You don't need yeah. the uh you know, the, the, I mean, I understand the home life. It humanizes them. Like I get how I get it. Like there's, there's time for some of that stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess there's, I guess there's a good way to do it and there's not. 
I'm sure. I mean, I've seen people pull it off, but yeah, sure. it, oftentimes it, it can be the the god awful like writer's curse of like, oh, we don't need this, but they feel like they have to put it in there. Yeah. So we have anyway, uh, that's that's the mustache I was t- talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking. It's like the weird like Errol Flynn mustache. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Real thin, and yeah, I yeah, I get what you were trying to say. Yeah. Man, now I want to watch Adventures of Robin Hood again. I know. Damn. Well, I was just watching Batman the Animated Series before earlier today, and I was watching the because uh, I'm going through the whole series on on the Blu-ray, and I watched the uh, the Demons Quest episodes, uh, and they have they had the shot of uh, Ra's al Ghul and, and Batman sword fighting up the staircase, and I was just like, oh man, I want to watch Robin Hood again. Yeah, that's such yeah. a good movie. <laughs> it is freaking Errol Flynn. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, he was, he was like the best swordsman ever. Oh. At least on screen. Oh yeah, yeah, like on screen swordsman. Well, him and uh, uh, shoot, the guy I blanked on the guy's name. What's it? Basil Rathburn? Um, oh yeah, he was good too. Like that fight. Oh, it's it's fantastic. No stuntmen, no no camera trick, nothing. It's just two guys sword fighting, and it's awesome. Well, freaking, you know, um, Viggo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, um. Like, dude, he's like the the coolest guy. If you ever read everything he could do, he speaks like eight languages. <laughs> he adopted like all the horses from Lord of the Rings, and he has like a giant ranch for all of them to live free on or whatever. But yeah. um, yeah, it's like you ever read all of his like like Wikipedia from like Lord of the Rings? It's incredible. But um, the guy who did like the sword training for Lord of the Rings is like this classic Olympic trainer. He did like all of the Star Wars movies. Like he's the go-to guy for for like sword training in movies. And he's yeah. like, you know, usually I've worked with a lot of great, you know, actors who could pick it up really quick. Um, he talks about like Hugh McGregor was really good. He's like, mm-hmm. but he's like, of all the people I've trained in my whole life, he's like, no one was better and learned it easier and quicker than Viggo Mortensen. I was like, damn. Wow. Yeah, because there's a scene in Fellowship where uh, where he's fighting the evil orc at the end. They're yeah. one on one fight. Right. And uh, in the extended version, which is the only way to watch it, there's a scene where he uh, Aragorn stabs him in the leg with his knife. And the orc pulls out the knife and, you know, licks the blood and then throws mm-hmm. a knife at, at Vigo. Well, when they did that, it was supposed to be he licks the knife. And then in the next cut, it was supposed to be him just throwing it. And they were going to CG out a knife. Yeah. Because the yeah. one he licks is, like, actually, like, sharp and, like, a real knife. Well, the freaking actor forgot and actually threw the real knife at Vigo. So he deflected that thing in real life with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what he does in the movie by, like catching the knife with a sword and deflecting it. He did in real life. <laughs> That's how much of a badass he is. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, you uh, talk about Errol Flynn got me thinking of that. Real quick, they're in this men's, like, gentleman's club, but Selena, like, put a hat on and came in anyway, um, and she's talking with Bruce Wayne about the murders and... and their childhood. Yeah, their childhood. Basically, it's just, uh, like, like, first date type stuff. Yeah, but the only thing of note is that, yeah, the club they're in is called the Dionysus Club. It's a club only for men, but right. um, they kind of make a point that each member has this pin that allows them to get in. Oh, and, and then, oh, Selena mentions Leslie Tompkins, and right. she says something, and Bruce realizes that, yeah, she's probably going to be the next target, so that's why he ran out. Yeah, uh, they use the Dionysus Club in uh, Sherlock Holmes. That's right, that's where I knew it from. Yeah. I was like, that uh, sounds sounds familiar. Yeah, because that's, that's set in the same time period as this. Right, yeah, and it, it, you'll see it kind of comes into play later. But um, yeah, we saw Harvey was there, but Harvey was drunk, so it was right. just her and um, Bruce talking. Which uh, we'll come back to Dionysus Club because it plays a part in the freaking twist too. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, here we have this old Marlene chick who's some crazy drunkard. Which, guess who does a voice of? Yeah, is that a Terrence Strong? <laughs> yeah, it is. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell listening to it. You're like, yep, that's Tara. <laughs> so that's, that's always fun. Again, there's good voice casts in this. Uh, John DiMaggio's in it as well. He's Bullock. And, oh yeah, uh, always. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good people in here. Who does Gordon? I didn't. Someone I didn't recognize. Uh, Gordon is Scott Patterson. Okay, sounds familiar. Um, yeah, you would recognize him. Um, I don't know what to describe like him as. I mean, I know him from the movie Little Big League. Hmm. Um, he's one of the, he's one of the pitchers in, in that movie. Um, that's the only thing I know him from. Okay. Like I'm looking at some oh, of these Oh, other... I know. Yeah. He's a freaking, uh, the guy from Gilmore Girls. I know yeah, who it is. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about that. Um, no, I, I wish I didn't, but my sisters will watch that until, <laughs> until we're all dead. Fair enough. Fair enough. I fucking hate that show. <laughs> they will, they will literally watch it from like first episode to last episode and then just restart it. And they've done that since we were out, oh God, in like middle school. Wow. Like every summer, like I dreaded summer because they would always get the TV and they would just rewatch it. I'm like, I don't even do that with my favorite shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do that with some, but I guess maybe not that much, but. No, not that much. I mean, yeah, I'll rewatch, I rewatch Seinfeld and all my favorite shows, but I mean, they'll like every day. And so, like, they'll finish a series in, like, a month or two, and then just, oh, back to the first episode. Well, like, here's, here's Leslie Tompkins. She's, Bruce is trying to get into the monastery. He can't, or whatever this is called, Covenant, Covenant, uh, Covenant or whatever it is. Uh, uh, church, church. Convent. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here comes the Ripper, and she's about to get uh, killed by the Ripper. Yeah, this is, it's always sad. Like, I mean, Leslie Tompkins dying is like, damn, that's a... That's a huge blow. I mean, obviously, you know, of course, he Bruce loses his parents, but yeah, if Leslie dies, like that's that's dark. Yeah. Especially like this, freaking just getting murdered. And uh, oh, as we saw earlier, like Bruce, like running around trying to get to her, the old drunken Marlene chick sees Bruce running around. So we'll find out later that she, when she sees him, she's not thinking he's Batman. She's thinking, oh, this is the killer because then. Immediately after is when Leslie shows up dead. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's another bad thing about this movie. We get the classic, oh, the police think Batman did it. We have to chase him now. I hate that. Although that is from the book, I'm pretty sure. But Yeah, I mean, uh, and, I, and it does make sense or kind of work better in this movie. But it, as we've seen with all the other movies we've seen, like that's always a go-to. I, I, That's my least favorite movie trope of all time. Especially later on, like when like when – it's that point in Batman's career where, where he's like working hand in hand with the police. Right. And then immediately it's like, oh, he murdered this one guy. Yeah, that <laughs> seems like his MO. Right. Again, I understand it coming from Bullock. I understand right. Spider-Man. I understand it coming from J. Jonah Jameson. That doesn't bother me because those characters are established. Yeah. But yeah, no, I totally agree. It, it drives me nuts. I, I just, I hate the falsely acu- accused bit. I just, I think it's stupid. And here, um... Batman found a pin from the Dionysus Club at Leslie's death, so now we know that at least Jack the Ripper is someone from there. Again, all signs are pointing to Harvey because that's literally the only other person we've seen at the Dionysus Club <laughs> other than Bruce. Right. And again, and that kind of plays into how the the twist makes no sense. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I honestly don't remember the twist. That's how. That's how. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's how. That's how important of the twist clearly was. If I don't even remember it after I'm, having I'm seen it, I'm surprised you forgot because it's dumb. It's like what? Well, I remember there's a reason why I didn't love this movie. Oh yeah. And so yeah, because so far, it, it, so far, so good. Yeah, it's 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 like compelling. It's it's you know a great mystery and the characters are done really well. Like his relationship with Selena is done really well, but. God damn, when we get that, that twist, it's like, you really dropped the ball here. Like, you couldn't have come up with anything better. Yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, now they're going to the classic uh, Black Umbrella funeral in every movie. It's always raining. <laughs> I was thinking about that because uh, I rewatched the first John Wick. I'm like, oh, yeah. Black Umbrellas. Who does a, a funeral at night? I don't, is it I don't just this dark outside? Because it looks like it's nighttime. It looks like it's nighttime. I think they're trying to do the whole just that that you know that London smog that was just constantly Maybe. around. I can't tell. That's another reason why Sam Raimi's Spider Man is the best. It's a daytime funeral right. in the sunlight. You're so right. <laughs> That's oh my god. But when they are in every night scene, it is raining even in that movie. Really? Well, no, not all of them, but. Yeah, no, and, and yeah, not not every night scene is raining, but they do have rain in the night scene. Well, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember the classic alley scene. Right, right, right. Uh, I feel like there aren't many night scenes in that movie. No, there's not a ton. But yeah, you're right. Oh, no wonder I love that movie so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the reason. Black <laughs> oh, man, but now Bruce Wayne, after the funeral, he runs into Hugo Strange. Yeah, uh, I forget, like, Hugo wants uh, Hugo, I think either has an idea of who um, Jack the Ripper might be, but yeah, for some reason he wants to talk to Batman. Hugo, Hugo Strange just kind of does nothing in this movie, as we'll see. Yeah. Cause like any, anytime he shows up, you're like, Oh, okay. What, you know, what, you know, what role does he have in the overall evil plot? But in this movie, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's just a scientist in this movie. That might've been a fun twist. Exactly. I was like, you know, I mean, I guess it's a good thing they just didn't go with the classic. Oh, Hugo Strange is actually evil, but it's it's still a bad twist. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and this is where that freaking crazy homeless woman confronts Bruce, and we start to get the oh, did Bruce Wayne kill Leslie Tompkins? Although it's to like, be oh. although to be fair, back in this day, all you had to do was just accuse someone of something, and that's true. That was really all it took. That's true. Yeah, it was it was very primitive <laughs> in terms of <laughs> trials and and uh, arrests, but still, it's it's still pretty forced. Yeah. Oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's like yeah. Why would why would the billionaire kill the woman who raised him? Like yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, and here we got Jason. But nope, Alfred's too good for him. Nah, Alfred still got it. Oh, speaking of Alfred, one thing we could have talked about in the news. I've seen a lot of people. Nope. That's surprising. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You know nope. 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 <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want to know. I blocked oh, it. Oh, you know. No, I don't know. You do know. I do not. I just honestly think, don't. Just think about how if, stupid society is If today. it has anything to do with that godforsaken Alfred TV show, origin show, I don't know. I do not follow oh, anything no, about it. That. Oh, well then I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, just people want Alfred, the new Alfred and the new Batman to be female. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> but it was just one person, and then everyone crapped on it. Like, uh, everybody. Cool. I saw everyone was just like, no. 
Like I didn't see any, I didn't see anyone uh, like agree to that. I saw one, I saw one tweet uh, or one headline or whatever that talked about it. And then all the comments were just like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Like kiss completely changes the character. Right. Like the whole dynamic. And one thing it also like just being like, Oh, well, Alfred can be female. Just you, you reduce Alfred to just a psychic character. Like Alfred just isn't just the guy who helps him. Like Alfred has his own, you know, unique story. It's right. like, so if you're like, Oh, well, Africa can just be a woman and everything will be the same. You, you're just showing that like, you don't think anything of him, but no, like that would just, that would just, it, it would change everything. That, that, that doesn't work. No, stop it. I mean, they'll yeah. never do it. Thank God. But still, yeah, the fact that we have to say that is so annoying, but I'm glad it was only one person. Cause I wasn't sure who had started that stupid ball rolling, but no, 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 <laughs> yeah, nope. they, they wanted the the one chick from Harry Potter. I'm like, no, nope, 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 nope. Great actress, but no, Alfred. Alfred is a <laughs> old curmudgeon British man. I like, just no. don't understand why anyone wants any character to change. I don't well, under. I just don't get it. It's like I don't, I don't even want an American actor playing Alfred. No, well, I don't care. We have too many British people playing American characters. I'll have an American guy do Brit do Alfred. No, but that's like the people say the next James Bond should be like an American. I'm like, no, he's British. Well, if that's Superman can, if Superman, Batman, and Spider Man can be British, then we can do an American James Bond and screw them. That's different. It, that, that, <laughs> that's British actors, you know, just playing an American character. It's not freaking taking Captain America and like, oh, let's make him Australian. It's like, no, he's Captain America. Oh, oh, are you talking about uh, like the actress or the character being not British? Uh, well, in James Bond, like, obviously the character can't be British, or has to be British, right. but even, but I think even a an American actor shouldn't be James Bond. Eh. I think if they're going to make Superman, Spider-Man, and Batman a British actor, then American actor can be James Bond. Nah, I disagree. Alright. Well, here's, uh, here's the Ripper, and of course he puts a mask on, so we don't know who he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. The mask reminds me of uh, the gladiator, uh, the one gladiator, the retired gladiator he fights. The oh mask he wears. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It's that. It's that creepy. Like the eyes are open, the mouth is open, just yeah. like that. But oh yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, Hugo Strange uh, just dies. To me, it looks more like the anarchy mask. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. From that. Uh, from anarchy, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but now we're yeah, gonna. It reminds me of a couple of things, but yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. That's uh, this is the end of Hugo Strange. Yeah, just like uh, I he, mean, in this movie, they don't shy away; they'll just kill everybody. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's like usually usually Hugo Strange has like more of a, a hand and stuff, but in this movie, he really did not do anything. And then this is pretty bad how he dies. Maybe yeah, and, and of course, this is a movie where uh, Hugo Strange is not really Hugo Strange. He's like he's like Jeremiah Arkham. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. But he, he freaking gets ripped apart by the inmates. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't think that's what would happen. Uh, no, and that's very difficult to do. And, and two, it still wasn't bloody enough for our rating. Well, I just don't agree that just the inmates would just kill him like that. Well, I, I mean, just, these are lunatics, but still. I don't think. I just don't think it would happen that way. If anything, they would just beat him to death. They wouldn't, like, rip him apart like cannibals. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not <laughs> cannibals. <laughs> I mean, granted, they are—they do look like they're in the pit from the Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, still. they do. Yeah, it does kind of look like 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 a little mini version. Yeah, <laughs> and granted, I mean, oh God, God help you if you had any type of mental illness back in the day. It's like, what are, what are they saying? 
rise. <laughs> That's a great scene. Yeah, it is. Oh no, not. Uh, of course, we got, we got a scene with Zeppelin and uh, Jack the Ripper just killed that poor operator. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was watching uh again. I, I talked about it a second ago. I was watching uh the demons the demons quest Batman animated series episodes. Batman totally kills a guy in that. Really? Yeah, because uh, when he goes to that, he's going to that desert stronghold. Um, yeah. To try and stop uh, Rachel Ghoul, and uh, he totally when there's a caravan of people going through the desert. He totally knocks a guy off his camel and knocks him out and just leaves him there. Ah, maybe it gets that guy would be would die just in the <laughs> middle of the desert with no with nothing. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I remember I was watching. And I was like, that guy's probably dead. I mean, in real life, yeah. If you if you if you get stranded in a desert like that, yeah, you're gonna die. I mean, to be fair, I don't know exactly how far they were from the desert stronghold. Maybe exactly. So maybe could have gone there, but it didn't seem like it was close. That's that's enough gray. That's not like you know, <laughs> throwing him off the camel and he breaks his neck. But... <laughs> right, right, right. But I was watching and I was like, you know what? He might have died. But anyway, that, that's that's pushing it. <laughs> so Batman is fighting Jack the Ripper now on a Gotham blimp. Which yeah. there's there's some great scenes about the Gotham blimp in uh, Batman vs Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, very nice. There's a lot of there's a handful of meta stuff in that uh, in that movie that's pretty funny. I always love some good blimp action. Oh, definitely. So now now they got off the Zeppelin and are doing a nice rooftop chase. Yep, this is our this is our pretty much our big action scene. Yeah. And then uh, this is also it also ends up turning into the classic Batman having to run from the cop scene. <laughs> Yeah, we've never seen that before. No, never. I guess this blimp, it's blimp, the, it must be going down because no one's like driving it or whatever. But I guess yeah, because really it's like in, it. it's like in the city now. Yeah. Oh yeah, this thing does blow up. Yeah, I forgot. Boy, I am gonna say, I know this Jack Ripper is some sort of superhero. It's gotta be right. No, it's just because this hat has not come off his head. Oh yeah, that, he that is, is falling off of a blimp. I mean, what's he think he is? A singing cowboy from the fifties? <laughs> Like, I mean, that hat is not, it is staying on no matter what is going on. Yeah, I think it was crazy. It's an impressive superpower right there. Yeah, it reminds me of The Rocketeer. Did you ever see that movie? I didn't. Really? No, I never, no, never saw it. Uh, you like that. That's a great, like, that's like, that's like one of those classic movies where it's like the perfect superhero origin movie, but it's not really a superhero right. movie. I mean, I've heard about it. I've heard people say good things about it. I just haven't seen it. You would like it. It's, it's Who like, directed uh, it? Who made it? Uh, the guy who did a uh, first Avenger. Um, no, yeah, yeah, the guy who did a uh, Captain America, the first one. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was a guy who did, had done something. Like yeah, he's he's done a couple movies, but it's it's great. It's got, uh, got freaking beautiful Jennifer Connelly. Like she's like hmm. not even thirty yet, probably, but like not too young like she is in the Labyrinth. But um, uh, yeah, I never saw Labyrinth either. Oh wow, yeah, I I don't love Labyrinth as much as everybody else, but. Yeah, yeah weird people talk about her in that movie. I'm like, I think she was like 16 in that movie. I don't know. Uh, Commissioner Gordon and the cops came up and they shot the blimp. And of course, we know what happens when that happens. And it bursts <laughs> into flames. Clearly, the they this is, this is, I don't know, it's a few decades before the Hindenburg. And so, yeah. you know, <laughs> still, it wasn't quite as well known. They should have gotten a message after this. Like, oh, you know what? We should probably delay that. To be that honest, Hindenburg. were there even airships like this in the 1800, like 1880s or whatever? No. I don't think so. I no. didn't think so either. I thought that was like early nineteen, like early twentieth century. Yeah, but Gotham, you know, is trying to be ahead of the curve, you know. Yeah, because it's always ahead of the curve. <laughs> well, as we'll see <laughs> later when Batman has a freaking motorcycle in this movie, but he is. He Batman, does. He 
Yeah. I forgot about that. It's, it's, it's something. Let's see. When was the first yeah. airship? Let's call BS on this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it had to be right before World War One. Let's see. Uh, you can talk about this scene, Ian. I mean, it's a classic. You know, they're chasing him. Batman is pretty wounded. He, like, his whole freaking um, costume got, like, shredded by the propeller. Of course, like, anytime there's a propeller, you know someone's either going in it or possibly going to be shredded by the propeller. But luckily, Batman avoided that. But, yeah, now he's on the run. He's bleeding. And uh, Bullock just wants to shoot the kill. But right. Gordon wants him arrested. Okay, well, yeah, so it says the first that the first ever dirigible was like eight was created in 1852. Damn. Okay. But that wasn't like what that is. No. But still, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if this is 1880s, 1890s, I mean, it's not too far fetched. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's. And eh, eh. they would well, be like. They, I don't know. They wouldn't be like operation. Maybe like a like a gimmicky like oh just look at it go up in the air a little bit. It yeah, it like... would. Yeah, it, they did have some of those things. Yeah. And, and like, it, what? Okay, let let me put it this way: there wouldn't be, uh, like they wouldn't be flying around a city like like no. as a normal God, no. thing. That would definitely that, not. That's be like happening. a that's like a terrifying accident just waiting to happen. Yeah, especially in this version. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, so they're checking everyone on the street. Batman's pretty cornered here. And then boom. The first Zeppelin was in like 1900, though. Yeah, I I, I always strike the difference between like a Zeppelin and whatever that was supposed to be. And to me, that looked like a Zeppelin. That's why I always thought like a Zeppelin was a blimp, but there's like... Well, it, it, there's different types. But... Yeah. Anyway, well, here's Selina, and now she knows he's Batman. Yeah, so Selina saves Batman by taking him off the street in her carriage and... Oh, what do you know? She has to get naked. Well, he is covered in cuts. And, yeah, well, I mean, obviously you want to get him out of Batman suit, but, uh, but you know, it's like classic scene of, oh, let me stitch you up. Nothing romantic will come from this. No. Never one time in the history of anything has that ever happened. I can't think of it. It's but... definitely not a movie trope. And I, I guess this is, what, this is what gives us our R rating. <laughs> Wait, this is it. Although, to be fair... I mean, we did learn from Winter Soldier that this is very effective in to uh, to get out of certain situations. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the PDA scene. Right. Yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, Although, it's, that, that scene's much funnier. It is. Although, I do like this one line that the guy has as soon as they leave. <laughs> it's like, lucky, <laughs> lucky bastard. Yeah, that is funny. That, 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 is, that is funny. No, but the, the, uh, the one in, in Captain America is much better. Oh yeah. He's just like oh, kiss, he's just like, just like kiss me. Why? Uh public satisfaction make people very uncomfortable. He's like, yes, they do. <laughs> but, that, but that's the annoying part of like of like um a Black Widow is like she had like freaking chemistry with like everybody. Because like in Iron True. Man 2, you're like, okay. Like her and Iron Man, maybe. <laughs> that's like, what my dad said. My dad was so annoyed that he's like, Man, she just goes around with everybody. Yeah. I was like, Jeremy, yes, well, but no. <laughs> and like, uh, and Jeremy Renner got in a lot of trouble because they were talking about that. And I think he like he called her a slut jokingly, and then the internet freaked out. It's like, calm down. <laughs> That's funny. But it just shows that Scarlett Johansson has like great chemistry with everybody. Yeah. Oh, and then here we go. We got our next victim. Yeah. It is 
Crazy Eyed Margo or yeah. Marlene, whatever. Or Tara Strong. <laughs> that too. But oh, of course, now it looks like Bruce Wayne did it because she uh, she yelled at Bruce Wayne right. at the funeral, and there were witnesses. So boom, now we right. have our killer. Right. Which makes total sense, you know. Billionaire Playboy has everything to lose. Why wouldn't he just kill random homeless women? <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think there is like that great of motive throughout any of this, but no. And granted, like freaking Jack the Ripper in real life didn't have any motive. He was just a crazy guy. But uh, yeah, see, that's I mean, ha- I mean, like I feel like half of serial killers are that. So I mean, that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, and Jack the Ripper. That's like that's the interesting thing. It's like he really was like the first documented serial killer that we know of, mm-hmm. and never never caught. And it's funny too because like they got the whole uh, World Fair thing going on, and there's that other serial killer, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes, who was oof. I don't know oh, if you know yeah. about him. He was awful. H.H. H. H. Holmes had... wasn't that the director that did uh, the Time Machine? No, was it? It was somebody Holmes. I think he, he has the wrong H. name. Oh, let's see. But he was um he had a he had a hotel that he owned. Yeah, I was... I know I know that I know what you're talking about. I've heard that before. Oh. Scorsese was supposed to be doing a movie about him. Let me see. Uh, Holmes, <sighs> serial killer. Oh, here we go. Popped right up. Oh no, you're right. Okay, good. Not a complete idiot. All right, but um yeah, so it's funny that you know they got the whole Jack the Ripper and then they had the World Fair because yeah, I think that was. He uh he was in Chicago, and it, I think it was like during when they had a World Fair, so all those people would use his hotel. Right. And yeah, he ended up killing like over a hundred. I think it was crazy. But yeah, like built like a whole like murder hotel, but, like just rooms that would fill up with gas and like dead ends, like really yeah. creepy. Yeah. Creepy stuff. I, yeah, yeah was, I did hear about that. Yeah. Scorsese was supposed to be making a movie about it, but it must have gotten delayed or something. Well, here they are. The police are breaking into Selena's house to arrest Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And you're, and you're probably wondering, like, oh, well, how did they know she was in Selena's house? Well, poor yeah. Harvey Dent yeah, got how, cock blocks. So yeah, how, did they, how did they know? Harvey Dent. Oh. He's all salty. So he's like, yeah, if you're looking for Bruce Wayne, he's probably going to be at Selena's house. <laughs> so, again, another another motive for Har- Harvey being our killer. Right. Nope. Yeah, because she's like, "Oh no, Harvey will clear, clear his whole thing up," and Bulk is like, "Nah, don't be so, don't be so sure." Right, right. He's he's pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. So there's not a conflict of interest at all. No, no, absolutely. I mean, here we go. And freaking Commissioner Gordon is very—he's uh, very sure of it. All of a sudden, you think he'd be like, you know, I don't know what to believe right now, but no, he's he's like, get him out of my sight. Again, it's like, damn. back in the day. Sure. <laughs> oh, you're arrested? Okay, guilty. It's like one one drunken witness puts you there. Oh, that's enough evidence for us. Yep, that's all it takes. <laughs> one crazy old woman. Mm-hmm. So we're already at the freaking sentencing. Yeah, we are. Already. Man, they move they move quickly. <laughs> I mean, they're they're effective back then. Nowadays it takes forever for like death row emits to freaking get executed mm-hmm. marlene mahoney that was her name the crazy old homeless woman yeah and also you can't use a witness if they're dead 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why the witnesses are always killed in movies. <laughs> it's a perfect crime. I mean, that, you know, that's why, but. <laughs> and they, even the judge is like, all right, I've heard enough. <laughs> and there you go. We got Bruce going to Blackgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackgate's been around a long time. That's why so many people can escape. That's true. Yeah. It was built in the 1800s. And they haven't upgraded it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Arkham and Blackgate were built in the 1800s. So. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But as we've seen, it is very broken. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yep. And uh, here we have Harvey looking all menacing. So we're like, oh, must be Harvey. Must be Harvey. And because he's supposed to be Two-Face, so of course it's going to be Harvey. Yeah, they had a line earlier about, I think, like, Selena called him, like, Jekyll and Hyde. It's like, oh, of course. course. They get that reference in. How come inmates don't wear stripes like this anymore? It's, it's sad. It's so much should. better than orange whatever. Like, why, why, can't, why can't they wear, like, prison stripes? And how come they don't break rocks anymore? Like... <laughs> Yeah, why don't they just wear stripes and have balls and chains and, and break rocks out in the courtyard? <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to break rocks. I know we have machines, but that defeats the purpose. It's all about, it's all about character. <laughs> I mean, he was even breaking rocks in Rambo. Yeah, yeah there you go. Jeez. Uh, although you probably don't like violent cartel members and give them a giant mallet and go, here you go. <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> Please don't use this on us. <laughs> <laughs> here we go we have selena visiting uh bruce and she's like you know you have to tell them you're innocent but it's like how are you gonna do that and she gets the crazy idea oh well tell jim you're batman yeah that'll work yeah this is kind of like what <laughs> but you know they're, they're doing the classic thing of where selena can't just be like a like completely compliant love interest it has to be some little conflict of her kind of writing the line between good person and criminal so right. this is kind of that mm-hmm. yeah like, so you she's like escape. no you need, to, you need to tell him you're batman because then that way it'll you know give you an alibi of the murders because you're obviously being batman when those murders are going down but right bruce <laughs> you know reasonably is like no i really don't want to get that out yeah but then she's, she's like, like okay like, well i'll do it mm-hmm. she's just like if uh if you don't, then other people are in danger, so you need to be out. Yeah, so again, like her her doing it, there's some logic to it, and you're not like, okay, you're just being a crazy woman. And she's like, no, you know, it's just doing it for a good reason if she wants to. You know, and he's obviously. like, no, I can't be Batman if people know. Yeah, so she doesn't quite get it, but her, her heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Bruce makes some weird coded message here, and I have no idea what it means, but maybe that's the point. As they'll say, it's literally stick figures. Like, what? Well, he gives it to Alfred, remember? Yeah. But, like, even then, like, I'm like, okay, it must be some code that we're not supposed to understand. Because right. it's weird. <laughs> Watch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's, he's telling. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Re- yeah, that's Alfred, of course. Yeah. Right. Alfred would know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like literally stick figures, like, upside down. It's like, that's some, that's some hidden message there. And here we go. Let's just have prison fights. Of course. I mean, why not? I mean, especially back then, it's like, yeah, it's like you don't have anything to do. There's no TV. There's no, no. radio. Although, freaking, inmates should not be getting TV as it is. Do what? Like, prisoners should not be allowed to watch TV. That's so messed up. 
Is like, it? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like I know you're human beings and all, but the whole point in prison is that it's not supposed to be comfortable. It's like <laughs> you should not be looking forward to anything in prison. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's fair. It's like, oh, we need to give them TV time. It's like, no, we don't. <laughs> so, of course, now we have our prison riot that will act as our distraction. Right, of course. That happens every time. Of course. Every time. Although I do like the scene in, uh, was it Mission Possible Ghost Protocol when he breaks out with the, uh, um, I think Dean Martin soundtrack or whatever. Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning? Yeah, where all the doors open and stuff. Right. That is, yeah, that's awesome. That's a great scene. I love that movie. That is a great movie. That's that's still my favorite uh, Mission Impossible movie. Mine too. Movie. Yeah. Rogue Nation was I mean, great. I, I, Fallout was great. I still like Ghost Protocol better. I'm, I'm the same. By a little yeah. bit. Yeah, like the last four have all been really good. And then the first one's great, but uh, yeah. yeah, I still love Ghost Protocol. The and most. the second one's great. And the third one is just... Yeah. Uh, third, yeah, no one likes the third one. But no, the second one's awesome. <laughs> the second one is something. It, the second one is so much fun. So uh, Bruce escaped, by the way, uh, on horseback, and it's now off. And here's Harvey Dent and Selena. Yeah, she's here to see Gordon. Obviously, they tell right. him, but Harvey, uh, Harvey's all mad. <laughs> and uh, yeah. here, he, I think he, I think he calls her a slut, or you know, he calls her a whore. Yeah, and uh, he calls her kitten. Well, yeah, he calls her kitten. <laughs> yeah. But get yeah, it? She... Get it? <laughs> oh no, we got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he he called her a whore earlier because yeah. he thinks that she's sleeping with everybody. But uh, again, it's like, <laughs> oh boy, I wonder if Harvey has any motive because like he, he's literally telling how he, like he hates women here. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he said but, that several times throughout yeah, this that's movie. The, that's the last time we see Harvey. So who's her killer? Here we go. We're back to Robin. All three of them. <laughs> Yeah, all, all three Robins. And they're riding a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, they're they're doing a, a mission for uh for Alfred. Right. So as we see, they're they're just told to deliver some stuff, but they have no idea what. Mm-hmm. I think you should get this haircut that Tim has. Oh God, what is that? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like we're. You just have some hair on the back of your head, but it, all the rest of the back of your head is shaved. It's like a bowl cut, but like not straight. Right, a bowl cut, but you like shave all the parts of your head that aren't covered with the tops of the hair. It's just the worst. It's weird. Well, there's Batman again. Batman's back. Yep. He's like, yeah, thanks. You can go now. Yep. He doesn't have the bat jet to just fly in and bring him stuff. No, because that, that was the other reason why we didn't see like Wayne Manor. He's living in a Kind of like a townhouse. Yeah, he's living in yeah, a penthouse. Well, it's got to be close because I mean, if he lives all the way in secluded Way Manor, it's going to take him like half an hour to get to get to the crime scene. Or yeah, because there's no cars. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd just be an interesting sight to see Batman just on a horse, like a horse-drawn carriage with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It takes him like four weeks to get into town. Yeah. <laughs> That's why crime is so high because he, <laughs> he gets the he has to get a letter delivered that crime's yeah. happening. By the time he gets there, the scene's already been cleaned up. Can't even find the crime scene. <laughs> So here we go. So, um, oh yeah, Harvey so, told Selena that um, now Gordon, Gordon was at the fairgrounds. So, and then of course she shows up to the fairgrounds. Yeah, but it's just Gordon, right? And we have Ace over there. Yeah, yeah, and a very mean Ace. Yeah, this is Ace before he was domesticated. <laughs> right, not nearly as good of an Ace. 
<laughs> so now uh, Batman is going to Gordon's house because he's trying to stop Selina from spilling the beans. But right here we go. Mm-hmm. So up, oh, up. Oh, he found a uh, looks like a secret panel. Or hidden passage. Mm-hmm. I love so how easy the... hidden panels are to find in movies. All they I have know. to do is just run their hand along one thing. It's usually within the first or second thing they try. Yeah, it always messes up the carpet. I literally watched something this weekend and the same thing happened. Yeah. And so, uh, here's yeah. Barbara. But uh, are you ready, Mark? Yeah, and she's she's very... Uh... She's, uh, she's old school. She's very, very conservative. She is. And here we go. Mm-hmm. Here's our twist. Yeah, he's going into the uh, interesting area, the secret panel at Gordon's house. And what do we find? Well, we find stuff on uh, Jack the Ripper because, you know, he's trying to solve the murder. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know, war medals and, and boxing gloves. You know. And nope. we saw him, he was a die. He was a, you know, a medical doctor in the war. So, see, you know, all very normal things. Makes sense for a cop. You know, we have. What about, we, what about the organs, though? Again, he was a doctor, Ian. He needs those to help people when they come in and, uh, uh, you know, need organ transplants. Fair enough, yeah. Must, yeah, must be Harvey. Oh, wait, no. Barbara just tried to two-face. <laughs> yeah, she so tried to acid smash him. And he's like, yeah, where, boom. where, you know, where is he? And he's like, well, he's doing, he's doing his work. Because he's a, he's a doctor. He's helping people. Oh, yeah. The Hippocratic Oath, you know. Do more harm. Well, no, he's helping people. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. How are like how are you not like when I when I saw this I was like what? <laughs> like that, uh, yeah. So obviously, if you can't tell, uh, Jim Gordon of all people is Jack the Ripper. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, that's that's why this movie is not higher than it should be because <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not great. It's like, like of all people, clearly Jim Gordon is like even more incorruptible than Batman. So having Jim Gordon be a villain, especially this type of villain, just a cold-blooded murderer, psychopath, you know, serial killer. It's like you, you couldn't of, of the whole rogues gallery. You couldn't have picked anybody better. Yeah, well, apparently like, not. Yeah, it's just it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But uh, and here we go. This is this is like where we're gonna have our. Our reading, I guess, because yeah, all he goes on his spiel about you know why he's a killer, and he starts dropping a whole lot of horrors and slut bombs. And... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he just drugged uh, Selena. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh, it's so dumb. Yeah, yeah this is, this in is in, in the book, Gordon is definitely not the yeah. uh, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I need to go back and read the book, but um, I know I need to read it again too. It's really good. Yeah, but it's definitely not him. Now, because, again, it's like it's one of those twists. And, like, earlier, because, again, like, the whole Dionysus Club thing, again, all we see is uh, the one scene of them at the club, and it's just Harvey and Bruce. We Like, there's never even a line of dialogue about how Gordon's like, oh, you went to Dionysus Club? Yeah, I'm also a member there. <laughs> like, it, it, it's just one of those, like, those shitty twists where it's like, oh, it's a really good twist because you never saw it coming. It's like, no, we never saw it coming. Because you didn't follow like the movie making rules and like leave like little hints that it could be possible. Right. Like it's right, so right. impossible. That's why no one saw it coming, and therefore 
It's not a good twist. That's what my but dad he, thought about the twist in uh, "Now You See Me" at the end of the oh, first. Oh, exactly. I, I thought I felt felt the same way. I I did I didn't at the time, but now I do get it at the time. But I don't care because I still like that movie. Yeah. Now I remember watching that. And I'm like, no, there, there's no way it could be him because then like a couple of scenes happening. You're like, okay, it definitely can't be him. Yeah. And then it is, and you're like, what? Yeah. But yeah, no, your dad's spot on, and and this is definitely like that because. And then we also had the scene earlier where he has a nightmare of like Barbara being killed. Right. It's like, why is he having a nightmare about her being killed if if he's <laughs> Jack Ripper? That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, so, here he uh, goes. She made the bat signal in blood. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a very loose looking bat, but I mean, when you're freaking drugged and bleeding, I mean, you're not going to take the time to make a symmetrical looking. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to get uh, you know compasses out and uh yeah. you know no, straight rulers and all that stuff yeah like hold on let me get this right before you kill me <laughs> yeah he is on a motorcycle i i don't think those existed then no but it is batman oh and of course then we have the oil spilling so i'm sure there won't be a fire and explosion later no there's not going to be fire <laughs> there's, there's always oil somewhere in the last like climax <laughs> or or uh, either that or or gas leaking. yeah yeah good point one or the other well you know what you know, okay. I I will say this. I just looked it up. Guess when the first motorcycle was designed and built? No kidding. Just just guess. Eighteen ninety. Eighteen eighty five. Oh my god. <laughs> this movie's more accurate than we gave it credit for. Damn. Again, and that's the frustrating part because like like I didn't hear that. I'd be like, wow. Okay, they did put a lot of thought to this movie. But then as it's going on, we have. Commissioner Gordon trying to kill Catwoman. Right. It's like, uh... yeah. So yeah, he puts her on the Ferris wheel. I guess so they can have some privacy, even yeah. though no one's here or not supposed <laughs> to be. Right. Yeah. No. But um. Yeah. Now he now he talks about his. He, he's got to do the evil villain. You know, spill the beans, mm-hmm. of course. And yeah. even though he just murdered all the other women like quickly, he's got to take his time with Selena. Motorcycle started in 1885. <laughs> still reading that. <laughs> and it's still, it would make sense because Bruce Wayne would have the cutting edge of anything. Exactly. So yeah. he would have something before it was like the norm or whatever. So I, I would totally buy that. Oh, yeah. But like, I, when I saw that, I wasn't like, what the heck? But I was still like, okay. It was just kind of random. But damn. All right. Fair enough. Credit, credit so Batman's now broken into the Ferris wheel, and this is a huge Ferris wheel compartment. It is, yeah, they, they talked about it earlier. It's a freaking it's like, room. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, like all, all the Ferris wheels I've been on, like there's barely room for your knees. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, maybe you can squeeze like three or four people into one. But Oh, and of course they got a lantern falling off. So Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going all out with the, uh, the action here. Boom, just kicked Gordon off the Ferris wheel, but somehow he hung on to the side but we don't know that yet yeah, but we course. do because he didn't fall <laughs> we saw him not falling but up oh, there it's he a classic, is yeah if you don't see them kill they're not dead well we didn't yeah yep although even now it's like they're, they're like this game ridiculous with some of these like tv show deaths and stuff it's like people are getting shot in the head like okay ian dead ian i don't want to talk about it oh is there a specific one in particular there's a billion specific ones such as all of arrow oh god yeah I have, you have no idea how happy I was when Thea got stabbed to death, killed by Rachel Ghoul in the third season. And then the next episode, they put her in a Lazarus pit and bring her back. Well, of course, of course, with the freaking Rachel Ghoul killing anybody, you know, the Lazarus pit. Is I was so happy, that. though. 
I was yeah, so I happy, and then she came back, and I was very mad. Anyway, but uh, they're they're still fighting, and this is all this is good. I mean, as far as fight yeah. scene go, it's it's good. Yeah, but again, it's just <sighs> at this point you just don't care. No, you're just like okay, I. You obviously you, you went for the cheap, you know. Yep. Completely unexpected for a reason type of. I don't know, twist, but it does not pay off. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, you can make anything a surprising, never-saw-it-coming twist as long as you just make it dumb enough and, and have no threads to it. Yeah, like, make it like the Joker somehow, like the earlier Joker, and then obviously he never sure. gets caught because Jack the Ripper never gets like, There's so much you could have done. Yeah, yeah. Victor Zaz, like yeah. anything. I totally agree. They but, have plenty of serial killers in uh, in in that's, in Batman. That's the annoying part of all freaking all freaking superheroes, the one with the best rogues gallery with nothing but psychopathic lunatic criminals, like not just the typical oh scientists, you know, had an experiment blow up in his face, now he right. robs banks. Like no, like actual lunatics and murderers. Like you go with Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. It is dumb. Oh, he kicked him off the Ferris wheel again, but oh, now, he still hang hung on again. Now he's like hanging on like Scar at the end of Lion King. He's still trying to help him up though, because he's and Batman. He's still being Batman, and it's freaking <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Right, but Gordon now uh, is beating him up again. Yeah, and he handcuffed himself to Batman. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So it's like more a, people being a point break. It throws me off because we keep going to these CGI shots and it, it bugs me, especially because yeah, this is supposed to be set such a long time ago. Seeing anything CGI just looks wrong. Yeah, the fire looks kind of weird. And the whole Ferris wheel is all computer generated and it's just like, eh. Yeah, it's that weird, that weird clash. of the It's not clash. good at any time, but it's really not good when it's supposed to be set in the 1800s. That's a good point. Just it stuff shouldn't be looking like it's CGI if it's that old of a movie. Yeah, yeah, the fire looks all weird here, like the red fire, yeah. It's too smooth. Yeah. It's like water running. Yeah, it's like, there are certain things that are hard to animate, even like in CGI movies, like, water, smoke, and fire are still, we haven't quite gotten those right, especially smoke, like CGI smoke is bad. (laughs) Okay, I like that line, He, he got out of the handcuffs and handcuffed Gordon to the thing, and he says, I paid Houdini $300 to learn that trick. (laughs) <laughs> that's cool yeah, i like that i like that a lot that's good yeah but here we go yeah, oh so. i guess this is also what gives us our r rating so gordon is not dumb gordon's not gonna come with him you'll never take me alive batman's gonna go help him then he's blocked by a flaming log there's always a flaming log there's always <laughs> a flaming log in batman so instead gordon just walks into the fire like a yeah. dumbass the most painful way to die. I never ever understood that. That I just don't. I don't get it. Well, like why he did it, or any of it. Yeah. Any of it, Ian. <laughs> what is the... the point of doing all those push-ups if you can't lift a bloody <laughs> log? Yeah. See that. That's a good use of of a, of yeah. a flaming log falling. You burned my house and left me to die. Yeah, that's Consider fine. Consider us even. Yeah. God, that's now fine. I just want to go back and watch Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah. It is true. But, oh, here's Selena. She's going to help Batman. I guess that freaking drug wore off. Yeah, it never really did much to her. No. I mean, granted, she is, you know, like, tip-top shape and a badass, but still. True, true. He, like, he talked about it. There was, like, heroin in that solution he gave her. It's like, how are you still moving? Yeah. They got out of the falling Ferris wheel, though, so that's good. There goes the World Fair. 
Yeah. Yeah, not not in good shape. Oh. And now the second the second the second Batman movie to use the World's Fair. Oh yeah. Not nearly as effective. No, not nearly as good. <laughs> it's a little better done in uh, Phantasm. Oh, everything's better in Phantasm, but that's very true. But again, this movie could have been so much better because, like, yeah, up until the twist, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it, it 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 flew by too. It's not a slow movie. No, it was it was well written. I think like all even all the human stuff was was well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't like cringy and like ugh, like soap opera ish as right. we've seen with some movies, but. Yeah, it's like, and they, then you just get to that, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, in some ways, would have just rather the Two-Face. It would have been telegraphed and boring, but at least it would have made more sense, because at least we know he becomes a villain, unlike freaking Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> do know at this point, Bruce would be executed. Yeah. Like, there's there's literally, in this in this day and age, this time period, there's no way to exonerate him now. No. Yeah, and, and like what now? They're what are they gonna promote Bullock to freaking commissioner? God forbid. Like the only thing, I mean, I guess Selena was was attacked, but they already wouldn't believe her because she no. already didn't believe Bruce was. And then that's like, just the end of the movie. So Bruce yeah, in this it. world is just a fugitive forever. <laughs> He's a fugitive. Gotham's in ruins, and Commissioner Gordon is dead. And they probably think he killed him. <laughs> right. Right. Uh. uh yeah, so unfortunately, the wheels really just come off at the end there. But yeah, I don't. But, I want to know what was going through someone's head while they were going through this. I I, 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 I don't. I, know. I guarantee it was. Well, we can't just do it like the book because then it won't. But interest they've the book. done all the others like the books. I know. I know. It's that stupid subverting expectations thing. All right, so everyone expect Commissioner Gordon to end up being hush. Yeah. In this oh, God. Movie. Oh, God. I guarantee something <laughs> stupid like that is going to happen. You know they're going to change it because they're like, well, we can't do a direct adaptation because the people will know what will happen. But they've done and that with all the others. I know. It, it's it's, a, it's the dumbest excuse ever. I totally agree. I totally agree. But anyway, I mean, other than, yeah, stupid stupid twist, but good. Overall, pretty good movie. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a cool little, you know, niche, you know, yeah. way to do to do Batman and, and it works really well, but um, yeah, damn, could could been a lot better. It could have. Uh, well, anyway, next week we'll watch Batman Ninja. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of a that's kind of the opposite. Where it's like this style doesn't really mesh. Uh, no. Uh, it's a very weird movie. Um, yeah. it's a straight up anime, hundred percent Japanese made, um, <laughs> Batman movie, and it's. The the best word to describe the movie is bizarre. It's it's bizarre. Um, <laughs> it just is. But uh, well, we're gonna watch that regardless. So uh, we're gonna watch that next week, and um, yeah, we'll see we'll see how that goes. But anyway, so uh, that I pretty much that's all that's all I got for this for this episode for this yeah. for this movie. Pretty, definitely, pretty good. Definitely, definitely check it out. I mean, it's worth checking out. Um, yeah. Even with that stupid ending. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, again, like, if it didn't have that, I think it would be higher among my, like, best animation movie list. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Without the stupid twist, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a much better movie. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of very tightly written and, you know, well done story. But, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, so, uh, 
Yeah, make sure and go follow our Twitter page at Uncaped Review. You can get all the updates on the shows and what's coming out and all that stuff uh, and all of all of um, our takes on uh, Batman and superheroes and stuff going on in the pop culture and superhero world. And there's a lot, so that's that's where you can go for that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at the new Ian Barkbark. I yeah. decided to change it. Yeah, you threw me off with that, so I had to go and change all the stuff. Uh, oh, to say, my bad. <laughs> to say your other name because I saw it was it had been changed. I was like, oh, changed it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can follow follow me and Ian there. Um, go and leave a rating and review for the podcast if you're so inclined. There, hey, if you say these guys are idiots, they don't even talk about the movie. They just talk about random stuff. <laughs> And that is very true. And you could You're be, not wrong. You can go ahead and do that. Give us a one star. That's fine. I don't care. Um, so go and do that. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got. So again, thanks so much for listening. Again, I'm Mark. Ian. Have a great week.